Well, as promised, today we're going to be covering five steps to a mentor and a better future. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, there you go. We're going to be taking care of business and, again, using the car analogy there. Whether you need a simple tune-up or a complete overhaul, we're going to be covering some principles that will help you in that direction. Got some great questions from people who are doing both of those things. We'll be covering. Going to be talking about the 87,000 IRS agents that we're all hearing about and some other tips for things that are currently in the workplace and to give you some takeaway principles about how to find that mentor and change your future. Some of the questions we'll be looking at. Somebody says, last week I did the unthinkable. I resigned from my position. Another listener says, I applied for food for thought with Dan and wasn't chosen, but I understand why. And then somebody says, 48 Days Eagles and the podcast of Dan Miller have inspired me to give up the false security of a life-sucking, high-paying sales job to pursue my own small business entrepreneurial dreams. All right, we'll be covering a wide a gamut of experiences there as we work through some of these questions today. Quotation comes from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, Our chief want in life is somebody who will make us do what we can. God, I think about that. Our chief want in life is somebody who will make us do what we can. Well, we're going to give you some tips about how to find somebody who can help you do what you can. Lots of opportunities for that. Don't think that there's not somebody that can help you on that path. I've certainly had plenty of help along the way on my path. Hey, our resource for today is an upcoming event. It's not really an event that we've got, but we're going to be sharing some of our best content from our Monday Mentor trainings that we've had. We've got some really great guests that we've had on there, and we want to just share those with a broader audience so that we're going to make those available. It's going to happen September 6th through the 9th, and to get access to that, and it's entirely free, but some of our best content to get access to that. If you go to 48days.com slash peak, P-E-A-K. Now, there's two meanings for peak there that we're using. One is to just peak it, it be by experiencing some of the highest experiences, highest level content that we've had over the, the last few months. We want to share that. So it'll allow you to see those peak experiences, but it's also going to be a peek into the Eagles community. Now, as you probably may know, and a lot of you have been requesting information about this because we closed the Eagles community sometime back, four or five months ago, as I recall. We, we closed it just as an experiment so we could really go deep with the people in there. Well, we've got some wonderful things that have been happening with members in there, a lot of success stories about what people are achieving. So we've accomplished what we wanted to, but we also are going to be opening the door again. We're going to be opening the door with a couple different options for membership levels. And we've got a couple hundred people who have already gotten on our waiting list, but we are going to open that door again. So to get access to all of that, that'll be starting September 6th. So if you go to 48days.com slash peak, you can get more details there. Now, as you know, we're 
answering real questions here. And if I answer your question, I'll send you an autographed copy of 48 Days. If you want to submit a question or share a resource or your own success story, like we're going to hear some of them here today, just go to 48days.com slash askdan. Now, you know, well, only let me, I'm going to skip that. I was going to talk about the strangest secret. It's become such um it's like a snowball going downhill in terms of the momentum I'm hearing from people all over the country who are doing that, who accepted that challenge 30 days in the month of August to listen to The Strangest Secret and are doing that and some real surprising things that people are experiencing, which I'm thrilled to hear about. And we'll have some kind of a wrap up after that period of time as we get some of those success stories in in September. Now, one of the things that's happening, everybody is struggling, companies are struggling in finding workers. We know that to be true. One of the things, I just pay attention to some of this, and I'm seeing that like Walgreens looking for pharmacists is offering bonuses, sign-on bonuses, as high as $75,000. Think about that. I mean, a few years ago, that was a pretty good annual salary, and they're offering that on top of a good salary just as a signing bonus. But that's how competitive it's gotten out there. So if you're looking for a new opportunity, you're now certainly an opportune time to be um, marketing yourself out there because there'll be a bidding war to get you to come on board. Now, one of the things, one of the things we've been hearing about are these 87 new, 87,000 new IRS agents. Now, it's really one of those fake news things that has gotten all kind of distorted, all kinds of different ways and all kinds of hot opinions on both sides, all angles of that, I I suspect. But um, I wanted to dig in a little bit just to get a realistic handle on that. Nobody's going to go out and hire 87,000 new IRS agents. Now, part of the issue here is over the period of time where they assume they'll have to hire about that many, more than half of the IRS's current employees will be eligible for retirement and are expected to leave the agency within the next five years. So most of those, that big number we're hearing, is simply replacing those who will be leaving the IRS. The overall increase is going to be a pretty small number and will probably get the IRS back to about where they were 10 years ago in total number of employees. So please don't get your panties in a wad too much about this, what you're hearing out there, because it's been distorted in a lot of different ways. Now, here's what intrigues me, though. How would you like to be an IRS agent? Now, you know, if there are a lot of positions being filled there, what do you think the challenges are for them to fill those positions? And I I guess my real curiosity is, who would want that position? I mean, it's it's got a median salary of $51,430. Now, as I was researching this, I happened to have the garbage truck come through our neighborhood. And so I just looked up real quick. What does a garbage truck driver in Sarasota, Florida make? Now, remember, I just said the median salary for an IRS agent is $51,430. Well, it just so happens the median income for a garbage truck driver in Sarasota, Florida is $51,916. So you make $500 a year more by driving a garbage truck. But personally, 
I'd much rather drive a garbage truck than to be an IRS agent. Now, I'll just leave it there. You can decide. But I, I in looking, I saw some of the other positions that are posted right here near where I live. There's a horticultural services that needs an office manager. And the, the salary is $68,000 a year for being an office manager in a landscaping company. Well, makes you wonder how people find jobs, how companies, how organizations like that are recruiting people when it is competitive and when there are a lot of options out there. Hey, if you, if your dream job is to be an IRS agent, shoot me a note. I'd love to know your, understand your motivations for that. <clears throat> Maybe the idea of just having a secure government job where you're not likely to ever get laid off is appealing to you. And if so, congratulations, but uh, certainly not a position that would appeal to me. You know, another thing that I, that I saw, there are, of course, always people who are standing on street corners with their signs, signs that are creative, trying to get you to give them money. Well, one of the things that seems to be a nationwide issue as it's being promoted right now is the idea of somebody playing a violin. So playing a violin and with a sign out there, there was somebody just recently that they stopped. It was outside a Target store in a place in Michigan, had a sign, and the sign read, Dad, with three kids, please help for food and rent. Now, what it, what happened is the dad was there playing a violin. The mom was sitting there in the chair. The reality was they had a recording of violin playing. He was pretending to play, and the mom could control the playing, so if somebody came up and wanted to talk to him, she could stop the music for a minute while they talked to him, but it was a setup. It's fake playing violin. Now, you know how it is. I mean, it does help a little bit. If somebody's just standing there, that's one thing, but if somebody's playing a violin, playing a musical instrument, and the music really sounds beautiful, it does kind of tug at your heart a little bit more to maybe give that person, like, wow, here's a talented musician down in his, his or her luck for a little bit, and so maybe I ought to help him out. But it's interesting, the things people resort to, to trick people into giving them money. Again, my encouragement, of course, is find something honorable to do, serve people well, and they'll willingly give you money. It's a whole lot easier. Uh, that's why I've challenged with nonprofits. To me, it's a whole lot easier to figure out a way to make money than to have to ask other money, other people to give it to you. All right, we'll leave that there. I want to move on here. How to find a mentor. Now, I got these notes from a young guy who I know. He's in our Eagles community. His name is Tanner. I met him a couple years ago at a mastermind, a one-day mastermind in Orlando, Florida. The organizer was Lee Cockrell. Lee is a wonderful, wonderful gentleman who was formerly vice president of operations at Disney. So he knows that environment. He's got a lot of wisdom about business, and he does twice a year creating magic mastermind. Now it's $1,500 to go to those. I was there. Tanner was a young guy who was there who really impressed me with just his motivation, his willingness to invest that kind of money to attend, to be around other people where he can learn and grow. So I met him there. All right, he's gone on. He now is connected with another gentleman, and they together are doing a podcast. They're doing some things. They're doing training together. And he's shared his process for how he got a mentor 
and what that mentor has done for him. Now, that's a topic that I really love. I have books on how you find a mentor, how you be a mentor. Um, Mentors have certainly played a big role in my life, and I'll tell you a little bit more about those here in a second after I go through these points that Tanner put together. So I'm taking them pretty much right from a note that he sent me just recently on what he's experienced as a way to find a mentor. Number one, so there's five steps here. Number one, don't seek a relationship. Number two, ask for work. Number three, disappear. Number four, do the work. Number five, return and report. All right, those are the things, and I'll go through them a little bit more here. So number one, don't seek a relationship. Now, what what he's talking about is, you know, don't assume that somebody who you really want to have as a mentor is just going to be your best buddy and just hang out with you all the time. You know, don't don't come in with that expectation. Just see them as a teacher where you want to share, you know, their wisdom. You want to learn from them and grow from them. So just come in with that kind of setup. Number two, then, he says, ask for work, meaning what is it they have to offer? What is it you can access from them? What guidance can they give you? How can they give that to you in a way that you can then go do the work? Now, you're going to hear in my examples, that may mean going to a workshop, going to a seminar, going to a conference, buying a book, buying a course. You know, those are the ways that you can ask for work and actually get the wisdom of the person. You know, it's it it's, concerns me, you know, when I, I have people, gee, Dan, can I, you know, go to lunch with you? And, uh, I'd say, okay, you know, what, what would you like to accomplish from this? You know, well, I just want to pick your brain. Okay, well, tell me which of my books that you've read, you know, or did you come to one of our events? Well, no, you know, I've never read a book. I just heard about, well, that's going to be tough to really make much of a connection. So ask for work is number two. Number three then is disappear. And what he says there is then leave. Don't drop the next day. You know, go do something and then be able to come back. Number four, then do the work. And he says, this tends to be the nail in the coffin for many. Unfortunately, we can't overnight our growth. We have to do the work. We have to lose ourselves in what the teacher asks us to do, and then we have to do it. This is hard. And that's where a lot of people just get stuck. And I can certainly attest to that. There are plenty of people where I said, you know, here, I'll give you a copy of 48 Days to the Work You Love. You know, go through that, then come back to me with three primary questions you have, and we'll talk about those. That takes care of about 98% of the people who get to that point, because they don't even do that much work. And then number five, Tanner has his return and report. Now, he says, this is what the teachers love the most. That thing you told me to do, well, I did it. Here are my results. And what... It amounts to is, you know, the teacher then knows that there is a willing student. That makes a lot of difference, a lot of difference. Now, let me just give you a couple of quick examples here from my own life. We've got a lot of people right now who are listening to The Strangest Secret every day for 30 days here in August. So it's just, it's the process recommended in that recording itself. And it's something that I put out kind of just spontaneously a few weeks ago. I had a whole lot of people said, hey, count me in including about half the members of my mastermind, which really surprised me. These are people who are high achievers, and they said, I'm going to do that. So anyway, a bunch of us are going through that. Now, I purchased that little recording, or somehow got it. I don't even remember the details of how I got it. When I was about 13 years old, poor farm kid in Ohio, and I got a hold of that strangest secret, the little audio recording. 
And I listen to it over and over and over again. And the principle, we become what we think about, became a foundational principle for me, then remains so today. But it was $15. I asked recently a Vic Conant, who was co-owner of Nightingale Conant, the the strangest secret being recorded by Earl Nightingale. He became partners with Vic Conant. They created the, the big company out of Chicago, Nightingale Conant, where it produces all that audio content from what I consider masters of achievement. So I asked him just recently what that cost when I was a 13-year-old farm kid, and he said when they introduced that, it was $15. Now that's comparable to $150.14 today. I just looked it up this morning. So it's a significant amount of money, and I don't remember exactly how I got it. But anyway, got that and listened to that, and it changed my thinking. Now, there was a case where I invested. I never got to meet that mentor personally. He died in 1989, never got to meet him him personally. But it's an example of getting a mentor, investing in the process, doing the work. Now, the only thing I did not get to do is come back and report to him there. But there's so many examples of this. I was listening to Jim Rohn this morning. He was started talking about he started working when he was 19 years old. At 25 years old, he was married and broke. And then he met Earl Schoff. Now, Earl Schoff was an American entrepreneur. He was president of Nutribio Corporation, which was a direct sales organization. They sold vitamins, minerals, and proteins. This was years and years ago, but it was very, very successful. So Jim Rohn met him when he was 25 years old and broke. Because of meeting Earl Shove and Earl Shove taking a personal interest in him, helping him, in the next six years, Jim Rohn became a millionaire. I mean, that's the power of a mentor. Now, in 2002, I went to Megabook Marketing University. It was in Los Angeles with Mark Victor Hansen. He being, of course, the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Megabook Marketing University. Now, I had a really simple version of 48 Days to the Work You Love in 2002. That was 20 years ago. It was just in a three-ring binder. At that time, we had two cassettes in there. You open it up, and I had the little lick and stick cassette wells we put in there, two little cassettes in there. But I had the available, and I thought, well, maybe I can learn from this guy, Mark Victor Hansen. So I paid $695, which was a significant amount of money, Based on what I had at that time, I invested in the conference. Joanna and I flew out to Los Angeles, spent money on food and a hotel. At that conference, I also joined Mark's Millionaire Eagles program, which was $1,995. Again, that was 20 years ago. But I came back, modeled what he said to do, what he had done with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And in the next 30 months, I generated over $2 million dollars selling my three-ring binder version of 48 Days to the Work You Love. That little three-ring binder, some of you probably still have that stuck in a closet somewhere, three-ring binder with two cassettes in it. Over $2 million in 30 months. What happened then was that I had publishers knocking on my door. So I got my first publishing deal in 2005. Published, the book came out, it went to New York Times bestseller status pretty quickly, translated into like six or seven different languages. Then there was a bidding war for my next book right on the heels of that. Next book being No More Dreaded Mondays, there was a bidding war. Got a 
$300,000 advance deal from Random House on that book. So in 2006, I went back to Megabook Marketing University, got to come up on stage with Mark Victor Hansen and tell my story. So there you get the exact process that Tanner's talking about. I found somebody I wanted to be a mentor of mine, went to a conference, got to meet him, got his materials, came back, did what he said to do, and went back with a success story and got to be on stage with him, got pictures of me being on stage with Mark Victor Hansen. Then um, last year, Mark came out with his latest book, along with his wife, Crystal, and it's titled Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. And I reached out and said, Mark, I want to do an interview with you for my podcast. Some of you may remember that podcast I did with Mark and Crystal Hansen here on their new book. Why do I have that open door to reach out and contact him anytime? Because I went through exactly the process that Tanner's talking about here and created a mentor. Another one I talk about, of course, is Zig Ziglar. Went back in those early years of me being a little farm kid trying to figure out how to be an entrepreneur, I started you know, looking for conferences. So I went to the conferences where Zig was going to be. At the time, you know, couldn't even afford the conference fee. And so I reached out to him in advance and said, Joanne and I would love to help you at your product table. And they responded. I did, we did that. We did that over and over. I don't remember anybody ever saying no to that, frankly. But we got into the conferences because of that, got to meet Zig, got his products, used his goal-setting process, went back and was able to tell him, these seven areas, these are things that we moved our life forward in these seven areas. Got to meet him multiple times. Um, got to meet his son, Tom, and today my son, Kevin, and Tom, our friends, and Kevin now hosts the Ziegler Podcast. And now with his own podcast, I mean, being the Ziggler podcast has over 54 million downloads. I mean, that's the power of connecting with a mentor and go through example after example. Well, I'm going to, I've got others that are just uh, bursting, but um, I'm going to move into some of the questions here to, to give examples of this very thing. Now, here's somebody, uh, Zach has reached out. He says, first of all, I want to thank you for all your great content. It's been an inspiration as I try to find a purposeful and meaningful career. Having said that, last week I did the unthinkable. I resigned from my position so that I could focus full-time on building an online coaching business centered around intermittent fasting for business professionals. I felt like God was challenging me to step out in faith, and it got to the point where I was getting more and more frustrated as each day went by that I was still at my job and did not take the leap. Well, I did have my wife's blessing to resign and go at this thing full force. I'm basically starting from scratch. I know this idea is going to take off one day, but I have to make sure I can still provide for my wife and two-year-old son in the short term. I have a million questions that I want to ask your brilliant entrepreneurial mind, but I guess the most important one is this. How can I create cash flow from this business idea right away? I've studied your Venn diagram like the back of my hand and plan to create things like online courses compact courses, paid communities, and so on. I also have a podcast that I want to monetize, but I feel that all these things take time to do the right way. I'm currently doing your strangest secret challenge. And my 30-day goal is to make $6,000 in 30 days. I have the drive. I have the desire. I have the discipline. Now all I feel like I need is the direction to make this thing profitable from the get-go. 
Any direction or ideas you could give would be greatly appreciated. Zach, all right, bingo. Perfect setup. Zach reached out. Zach has been listening to the podcast, has invested in materials. He knows the Venn diagram that I talk about. He's going through the strangest secret challenge. All right, all the right indicators are there. I'm delighted to give you, Zach, some help in what you're doing. You're right on track. I did some background checking to see what all you're doing out there. You've got a podcast. You've got a a thriving LinkedIn group. You have 4,501 followers on LinkedIn. I mean, you're in the game, obviously. I love that. What you describe, you want to coach people on intermittent fasting. That's a growing topic. Um, A lot of people are understanding what that means, the power of being able to do that. A lot of people are doing like, you know, 18-hour fast a day where you only have a limited time where you take in food at all. But a lot of cool things that are happening there. I love what you're doing. Now, in regard to building this out, where you have content like that, you're going to be an information provider, a coach, an encourager. So you can have, as you say, courses, paid communities, all those kind of things. The low-hanging fruit, the way for you to make money right away, And if you look at that Venn diagram, the one thing in there that is low-hanging fruit is personal coaching. Yes, a course takes time. Seminar takes time. You know, having a mastermind takes time. Having an online community takes time. Planning a live event takes time. But you can coach somebody this afternoon. If you want to make $6,000 in 30 days, I would encourage you to find three people to pay you $2,000 to help them understand intermittent fasting, the power of that power of that to get their energy back, to reduce inflammation, you know, to feel better, walk better, play better, lose weight, whatever it is their goal, you can do that. But that's the low-hanging fruit, is to coach. Put together three coaching packages that people can choose from, and you can do that in a way that makes it advantageous and attractive for them to choose the middle one, say, at $2,000. So you could have just kind of a brief overview at $495, And then you've got a high-end one where you work with somebody for 90 days, and it's $5,000. But here you've got $2,000 for 30 days to walk somebody through this where you're going to work with them once a week and really help them understand and create a plan for themselves, a personalized plan. There you go. That's how I would approach this $6,000 in 30 days, and I believe that you can do it. Let me know what happens on that because I think you can walk right through that. Incidentally, Zach, you got a PS on there. It's, you said, I saw that the 48 Days Eagles community currently isn't open to new members. Do you guys have a date for when you'll reopen the registration or do you offer a certain number of slots? I'd love to surround myself with successful and like-minded entrepreneurs to pick their brains. Boy, you just described exactly what the Eagles community is. Successful, like-minded entrepreneurs where everybody's picking each other's brains and growing together. And again, if you go to that 48days.com slash peak, P-E-A-K, you'll get the information about how you can access those upcoming calls that we're going to open up for everybody and also opening the doors for the Eagles community. That's going to take place starting on September 6th. All right. Well, let me just jump in here a minute with our music just to remind you these are questions coming in from you the listeners got a couple more we want to cover here and we'll wrap it up for today having covered the main thing being those steps to becoming or finding a mentor i think those are really important i'm so appreciative to tanner for putting together his thoughts on what's worked well for him and certainly affirmed by process that i've been through many times so if you got a question just go to 48days.com slash ask dan you can leave it there 
be happy to include it in an upcoming show. Mike says, Mike and Henderson, um, longtime listener, 48 Days Eagles member. I've really embraced the September challenge of watching and listening to The Strangest Secret. I've been listening to it on Spotify, and just like you said, I keep hearing points I hadn't remembered, even though I've read or listened to it many times before. You know, I've been surprised that i got to just insert this. It blows my mind that all these years that I've been listening to it off and on, and certainly the way it impacted me as a young kid years ago, but I'm, I'm totally surprised, man. I keep making notes as I'm listening to it daily today. I mean, as you're listening to this, it would be on number 19, 19 days of listening to it, and I'm still hearing things. It just reminds me how quickly our mind diverts to something else when we're hearing something. If you're listening to something while you hear something, it kind of resonates and your mind goes off for 15 seconds and you miss a little bit there. Well, that's the process, but I keep coming back to it again and just enjoying, thoroughly enjoying the process. Mike continues, a recent podcast mentioned someone that was invited to one of your meetup events you set up and how he would feel react if he weren't chosen. I can relate because I applied and wasn't chosen, but I understand why. I love his concept of becoming the type of person that Dan would have chosen, and that's what I'm working on now. I will submit my experience by September 5th. Oh yeah, real quick question. My current day job is a nightmare commute, a little pay, and incredible pressure, but I've shoehorned myself into it with my thoughts. I need a mentor, a coach, and I wanted to borrow your coaching for one question. I'm really good with people, in person and over the phone, and love helping others. Would there be a market for me to help coaches, those with online businesses, and or courses where I could help them by contacting potential customers that have expressed interest. I'd love to help close the deal with people who need to do something but just can't pull the trigger. I'm good at establishing rapport with others and getting them to take action on purchasing a program, investing in a coach, etc. Thanks, Dan. I, I love your setup, Mike. Um, can you be somebody who just closes the deal? I mean, any coach out there, any business out there would welcome you if you just simply go get their business. I mean, it's, it's a model that's been done over and over again. I had, this was several years ago, and my, my office in Brentwood, Tennessee, had a kid stick his head in the door and said, would you be interested in having me pick up your dry cleaning on Tuesday? What I pick up on Tuesday, I'll bring back on Thursday. What I pick up on Thursday, I'll bring back Tuesday. No cost on top of just the the cost for the dry cleaning anyway. So if a shirt is a dollar and seventy cents to dry clean, that's exactly what it cost me. Now, how did that make sense? It's because he had negotiated a deal with the dry cleaner where he would get 40% of that fee. Why would the dry cleaner do that? Because most dry cleaners have to spend a lot of money on marketing. So he was more than happy to give up the 40% to have this kid bring him a whole new batch of business that he was not getting currently. Everybody won on that. And the kids who stuck his head in the door, I mean, still a ghost friend of mine, created a $100,000 business for himself instantly. He had 76 new customers the first day because there was really no downside. But the power of it was he was getting 
the new business in for the dry cleaner. Mike, what you're describing here, any business will do that. And there's certainly a lot of ways to, to do what you're describing. Even being a part of the Eagles community, we have a lot of people who pay nothing for their Eagles membership. Why? Because we have a referral program where a person gets 25% of a new person's membership ongoing, not just once, but ongoing. So as soon as somebody is referred four people to the Eagles community, that's 25% times four, their membership is free. And anything beyond that, they actually create income from that. So yes, you can do that. Now, I, I, if you want to really move into this space, check out Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn, of course, his name his business name is Smart Passive Income. But for the first few years of his business, he had nothing to offer himself. All he did was refer people to places where they could get resources that they needed. So if somebody was starting a podcast, he would tell them to you know, go to Libsyn to host it. If somebody was going to have a website, he'd tell them to use Bluehost. He just had resources that he recommended for people and again created himself a very significant income very significant, believe me. And he's moved on from there. I mean, he continues doing that. But what you're talking about is just being a referral source. You can set up a website for pet supplies where you never create anything original yourself, but you just simply have products there, resources for people. If people buy those, you can get commissions. You can have, I have a lady who makes cakes. She does beautiful, beautiful cakes. Well, she was teaching people on YouTube how to do these cakes. And I said, do you have affiliate links for all the products that you're showing that people need to do these cakes? Well, no. Well, she created affiliate links through Amazon for all the products she was recommending and now has significant income in the thousands of dollars every month just as affiliate income because people are buying the products that she recommends using to create these beautiful cakes. So yeah, you can do it. Absolutely. And you can, you can do it. You know, if you want to reach out to one person and offer to bring new people on board with them, you can certainly do that. But uh, you can leverage that by being a resource. I mean, you could have, if you want to really set yourself up to be a hub for helping people who think they might want coaching, you could have 20 coaches that you refer to and get referral fees from them as it fits the situation. All right, good good idea. A lot of possibilities there. Now, I, I one more here. I want to just share a little bit. And this is, again, is an example of exactly what we're talking about. Now, this is a gentleman who applied for Food for Thought in Dallas and, yes, got an invitation from me to absolutely come on and join him. He lives in Colorado. He's going to make the trip from Colorado to Texas to Dallas next week to join us for the last Food for Thought that I've got scheduled. It says, 48 Days in the Eagles podcast, or 48 Days Eagles in the podcast of Dan Miller have inspired me to give up the false security of a life-sucking, high-paying sales job to pursue my own small business entrepreneurial dreams. I've followed many online influencers, but I'm investing in Dan because I like his style, his values, and his heart. I've been a pro ice hockey player in my younger years, a very successful award-winning salesman with a Fortune 100 pharmaceutical company, and I'm about to give up a very healthy six-figure sales job in the oil field that I've had for almost 10 years to pursue my God-given dreams and passions of being an entrepreneur. Now, it goes on to explain what he's doing there. And the I love the fact 
He took action, you know, listened, invested, took action, has moved in this new season of life. He reports as on this um, form that he filled out for the application for the food for thought in Dallas this next week, that his income last year was $400,000. So he's doing well on that, moving into another area where he wants to help other people who are suffering from the pain of sports injuries that they had. So he's developing things all the way through. He says, um, now there's one more thing here I wanted to catch from him. Anyway, about his attending, thanks for your prayers, your kindness, your dedication to helping people like me figure out their lives. I'll be listening in weekly for your inspiration and positivity. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's the overview of how you look for a mentor and in what you do to move into that space. What you do to move right into doing what they say to do and have the privilege to go back and report. Golly, mentors love having people like that that contact them, hang around. But that's the process certainly that I've used. You've heard some of my stories there, but when a new book comes out, you know, I don't reach out to the author and say, can you help me? No, the first thing I do is buy his book. You know, if it's a book I like, I buy copies to give away to other people. And then when I meet him at a conference somewhere, I mean, with people like uh, Michael Hyatt, who now have great, you know, personal relationship with our wives or friends, how did that happen? I started responding to things that he was posting, blogs that he was posting, bought his books, went to conferences where he was a speaker, told him how his material on you know finding focus and all impacted my life. Ultimately, we ended up doing some conferences together. We did conferences together with Ken Davis, the three of us, launch over a period of a couple of years where you know Ken, Michael, and I were the speakers there. I mean, that didn't happen overnight, but it happens when you take initiative, when you take action, when you actually do the work that somebody has recommended, then you earn their trust. Then you earn their time and input to develop more and more. The, the fact that we are in Florida right now, somebody was just asking me yesterday how we ended up here. And well, it came about because I reached out to somebody that I wanted as a mentor. I was looking for somebody to help me understand the franchise model of business. Somebody suggested a gentleman in Nashville. I reached out and said, can I buy you lunch? I'd like to pick your brain, get your advice on franchising. He did. Turns out he had 133 franchises at the period at that point in time. We became great friends. I mean, really close friends. They have a place down here in Florida that we've been coming down to now for years and years. And as a result, we got familiar with the area and decided this is where we actually wanted to live. That's how it works. Hey, thanks for being part of this community where you, we are sharing ideas like that. We continue to share and grow together. And I know that you are the kind of person that shares information and hope with other people. Thanks for being a listener here. Thanks for being a person who is committed, as I, that without a shadow of a doubt, we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.